relying on your Tim Gunn fave. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch. You know how I call him? The resuscitated. Ooh, that's a good one. That is like really flattering because Jesus was resuscitated. So that is like super cool. <laughs> Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Workroom. I'm Ernest, and I am joined this week by a very, very special guest who some of you guys might have remembered from the past few episodes or the past or the first couple of episodes of, of this season, I should say. Um, we are joined again by Shanice Ariel. Hi, Shanice. Hello. Hi. How are you? <laughs> Thank you so much for having me back. This is really exciting. I'm so glad you're able to join us. Hello, everyone. Thanks for welcoming me back. <laughs> no, Samelia was supposed to join us today. Oh. Um, and so she she announced last week that she's leaving on a trip really soon for a month. And um, so she just got caught up with packing and, and everything. So we're oh. supposed to be like a trio today. But oh. um, she's just she's just she's just doing stuff. So. So okay, she should be okay. back next week, hopefully, okay. before she leaves forever. Not forever, but just for a month. But like, for a be while. Back, hopefully. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Well, so, that's good. Is she is she looking forward to her upcoming adventure? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I have so many questions about what she's actually doing. She's going to Malaysia. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my gosh. She's going to Malaysia? She's going to Malaysia. <laughs> she's leaving at the end of November and coming back in December. Mm. So it's going to be, you know, man, I'm just... I'm kind of jealous. I would love to just leave for a month. That'd be so great. Yeah, I would love to leave for a month as well. Yeah. <laughs> to a place or I've two. never been to before. I have not I've not been to Asia at all, so. Yeah, same here. I know someone who just came back from a month in Southeast Asia. Oh, wow. She went to Thailand and then gosh, like I don't know, went to Cambodia, then made her way through to India or something like that and then she was posting on Facebook this whole time. And I was like, wait, mm. when are you coming back? Like, what's going on? <laughs> like a never-ending trip, I the one-way ticket. <laughs> I was like, I haven't heard from you all summer. Oh, okay, that's why, because you're just traveling the world. She's like, I'm just Southeast Asia. I just went here, 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 and then here. And I was like, wait, okay. <laughs> that's a lot. It's a lot of traveling. But um, so she will be missed, but she will oh, be definitely. back next week. So, um, so, but Shanice, since you have been away for a little bit before mm -hmm. we move on to the epilogue and digging into this episode, can you just give us your impressions of the season so far? Um, it's interesting because I am really enjoying the season, this season. However, uh, <laughs> it's funny how I feel like my original predictions are coming true. <laughs> <laughs> Which and, were, and remind us, because I have your bracket here in front of me. Uh, you remember, right? Or, or do I, I do, I okay. do. But I feel like sometimes I kind of forget because then you start to have new favorite ones. I but I feel like all my original people are uh -huh. still pretty much there. Mm -hmm. um, at least um, when it comes to Aaron, mm -hmm. I remember liking her from the beginning. Um, and Cornelius, I mm -hmm. believe, that yeah. was in my one of my beginning choices as well. Um, unfortunately, Tasha is yeah, no longer with Tasha us. Is no longer there. And um, I believe that Dexter was also one of my highlighted people yeah. in Majin. He was like so, a, like an asterisk. 
exactly um but since the beginning of the show i've definitely seen like a lot of ups and downs with some of the characters mm-hmm. but i'm proud of the ones that are still remaining and i do believe that for the most part they all deserve to be there mm-hmm. um and it's not I just, I just wish that some of the challenges were like a little bit more high end. Huh. Um, I kind of feel like some of the looks that are being executed are still not something that I would ever want to wear or mm-hmm. like aspire to wear versus like the past seasons with mm-hmm. like, you know, Cristiano Siriano mm-hmm. or, you know, like, or Santino, like people like that where it's just like, wow, those are dream yeah. looks. It's something yeah. I've never seen or something that I have seen, but never to that degree. Right. Yeah. So I think, I think like with that from the beginning up until this point, those who are not quite ready mm-hmm. have been let go. And I'm just hoping that the show can kind of push these designers to just be even more creative. And I think this current episode, at least for me, kind of highlighted some of those issues, mm. you know, and because uh, at the end of the day, you are designing for an everyday woman. Right, right. You have to be able to understand your that woman you're designing for and be able to execute it in a way that um, that looks so expensive and so beautiful, yeah. even if it's not expensive. So, um, so yeah, um, I, I think it was kind of a shock last week's episode mm-hmm. <laughs> with what happened. <laughs> and so you're, you're talking about the the. Tim Gunn save. Yes. Um, yes. And, and like I said, when you, when you get people on teams mm-hmm. and I knew if Dexter and Cornelius ever had the chance to be on the same team, that it was not going to be good. Oh, and yeah. I said that from the beginning. Yeah. We saw that from the beginning. And I, and I think we mentioned that how at the beginning, you know, you have Cornelius walking around and his reputation was that he was just super shady, just talking exactly. like just talking a bunch of shit with other people and wasting his time. Mm -hmm. And he picked, you know, he picked on Dexter specifically at the very beginning. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, I feel like there was like this lull in between where maybe we had forgotten that there was this thing at the beginning, but no, you're right. Yeah. Cornelius and Dexter just kind of, you know, got together and just exploded. (laughs) Just, you know, definitely. Yeah. 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 And so, you know, of course, since he was saved, Cornelius, then we can have some more, (laughs) you know, Dexter Cornelius drama. Because I feel like at the beginning, there was like a Cornelius and Brick thing going on. Uh uh And I think we talked about that, how Brick should have been eliminated a couple of times, but probably wasn't because there was tension between him and Cornelius in a way. Yeah. Mm-hmm, and he was mm-hmm. kept on a little bit longer. And, and, and in this instance, I don't really think that's why it happened. But I, you know, after watching this episode and we had the recap, as you always do, the recap of the previous episode, I kind of was like, I really did think that Dexter deserved to go home. Mm-hmm. And that just seemed obvious. And in, the, you know, the grand conspiracy of Project Runway, whatever, and planning and, you know, producership, that maybe mm-hmm. they eliminated Cornelius on purpose mm-hmm. because, you know, it warranted a save because it mm-hmm. just his outfit for, you know, whatever reasons or even the pieces he made were not as were not the worst. 
Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Well, <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a, there's a, there's a lot of emotions. There's a yeah. lot to be said. Yeah, that's for sure. No, I, totally agree. <laughs> I totally agree. All right. Well, let's let's dig on in. Let's let's get started here. Um, so we've already talked about that recap from last week. Mm-hmm. And um, since it was such an emotional time, of course, they have to start with Cornelius talking mm-hmm. a little bit about what it was like to be on the bottom and have been eliminated and then have Tim come back to save him. And we kind of get this whole three-sided story. So we, we go from Cornelius and we go to Dexter, mm-hmm. who is claiming the whole being thrown under the bus on his end. Mm-hmm. And then we have Aaron's side, um, which, you know, is... It, it to me just you know it, it was it was kind of like a neither here nor there because mm-hmm. I don't think Aaron or Dexter saw themselves as being and I and I've said this before I don't they weren't throwing okay I'm just gonna stop saying that phrase they weren't <laughs> they weren't they weren't accusing or or like or claiming Cornelius as the person to go because they thought he was the worst necessarily or they were trying to sabotage him or send him home. But I really do think that in Dexter and Aaron's head, they respect each other's aesthetic a lot more than Cornelius. And I feel like that's fair. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And there is just, you know, there's to me, there's just no there there. Other than that, Dexter and Cornelius's personalities are just like oil and water. But definitely. And I, I do believe that they have really strong design aesthetics between mm-hmm. the two of them. So there is something to be respected in that sense that if it came down to the the two those two for some reason at the very end of the competition that you know we could say that that they are equally talented in terms mm-hmm. of their design but who can pull it together more yeah and also so, I, you know who would you who would you rather see more from mm-hmm. and in my opinion you know even though cornelius is in my bracket as well i'd say dexter <laughs> so yeah, I'm just saying. Um, all right, so so let's 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 say well this week we start off in the workroom straight away. So we're into the challenge, and um, we have some you know we enter the workroom with some awkward glances between Dexter and Cornelius that they've edited real well in there, and then <laughs> um, Tim comes in with Barbara Shipley, and so so Samelia usually is the one who. Um, remembers the names but since she's not here <laughs> i made sure i wrote it down barbara shipley senior vice president of brand integration from aarp so mm-hmm. instantly you kind of know who this cut who the customer is going to be and who these designers are going to be designing for mm-hmm. most likely um not models women aarp so i'm thinking older like older ladies that's just kind of what i thought the thing is, they're really mysterious about this whole challenge thing. There's like, yeah, women who are beginning a new chapter in their lives and blah, 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 blah. And so, of course, the surprise is that it ends up being mamas and friends. So women start coming through the door and it's just lots, lots of crying. and Which was really interesting. Even that, there was a lot of crying. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of crying and... You know, um, 
you know, and okay, I'll just say this. So, so, okay, let me finish what, what, what it actually was. So we have <laughs> all this crying is an emotion and Tim has to sort of, you know, gather everyone together and remind them that, Hey guys, so these are your clients. We didn't just bring them in to say hi to you and make you cry for the cameras. Like, we're actually going to make you make garments for these people who are your loved ones. Exactly. And so um, the rest of the challenge is that they have to create a look for their client's next chapter in life and um, whatever that is. And, and we find that out later and mm-hmm. it's an individual thing. And then the winning designer gets $25,000. Which is a lot of money. Which is a lot of money. And then their client also gets $25,000. Yeah. So their mom or their friend or whoever this person is. <laughs> so um, imagine, I thought I wrote this down, which is you know, an interesting note, that it's half the grand prize of the entire show. So the grand prize or the money prize that they're going to get is $100,000. Mm-hmm. And this whole challenge is in itself is 50. Yeah. So since it is a big challenge, they get two days for this to kind of, you know, figure their stuff out and also spend some time with their loved ones and sketching and whatever. So um, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know if you had any thoughts on this part with all the with all the tears and the emotion, because I just thought it was just a lot. And I and I was like, dun, dun, dun. This is going to mess y'all up. So. Definitely, definitely. I mean, I think. I, I definitely think with some of the character or not characters, but some of the participants, um, they were very emotionally connected to their family. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm being realistic. It's like, okay, how often do you really see your parents? Right. And then maybe in some of these cases, they don't see them. Maybe they haven't seen them since they've been on the show. Right. Um, so that was like something really great that the, the show was actually able to reach out to the family and like, um, bring them into this into this challenge, which mm-hmm. was really really great. Yeah, me have then, no, no, go ahead. even for the ones that thought they would never even cry, became like really emotional. Yeah, I think when you add that money factor on it too, you're <laughs> like, wow, <laughs> you know, <laughs> wow, so, exactly. And then um, I I really liked the sketching. The, the conversations that they had with the with their loved ones one on one because then you kind of got a chance to see that connection and how well they really knew right yeah that that loved one yeah um let's see let's so see. Uh, ooh, let's see here yeah I mean I you know you can kind of remember well you know one thing that really stood out was not whose mom didn't come because you know you have Dexter who has his best friend from home which I think is really you know is really really nice and then we have Roberry's friend from from Venezuela who's now in Panama mm-hmm. and um, we have this you know to me like a really sad intro of Majin and his mom mm-hmm. and it was just the most it was a very awkward um you know intro because it was very different from everyone else's and that it wasn't as celebratory and it was very cautious in a way so but there was still like a really great connection between them i mean he was Mm -hmm. still very emotional and even though he did not necessarily have that connection right her but um you know there was something sweet to be said like okay there here's a person 
who doesn't have a, a really strong connection with the person that they're, who is their client, mm -hmm. what mm -hmm. is he, how is he going to be able to connect and make something right. compared to these other people who have such a close relationship with this other loved one? Yeah. Yeah. That totally makes That's sense. Totally sense. <laughs> What'd you say? That totally makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So, so they, they, they get some time to spend with, their loved ones and um there's some sketching going on and and i would have to say that um this sort of sets the stage for later on in in some oh, sense for sure you know we kind of get an idea of who who knows what they're doing and who has a really interesting story you know they're supposed to be designing for these women's next chapter in life and for some people, it clearly is spelled out. It's like, this is what I'm doing next. <laughs> mm -hmm. And and for some others, it's not so clear. And in and, and an idea, it's interesting that they probably designed this challenge after they chose who they were going to bring. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They did not really curate very well in, in these people's lives. Like, okay, who are the women in your lives who are going moving on to next chapter because i think that's kind of complicated exactly <laughs> they kind of told them all to come and just assumed that they were doing new things yeah it's like what what are you talking about so <laughs> you know we have we open with Majing's mom who is surprise surprise an underground hip-hop star in philly i was like of course you're from philly <laughs> her name I is Muhammad i looked her up too <laughs> i mean so okay what did you what did you find out about her um well, I Wikipedia'd her, mm -hmm. and I found out that she is a, a hip hop artist, um, and she's been doing this for a really long time. She has about like three or four albums out, mm -hmm. um, and uh, she definitely has like an audience. Yeah, yeah. So, but I, I you know, for me personally, I have not heard of her. That's why I was kind of curious to look into who she was. Mm -hmm. But um, she seems like pretty legitimate <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i've i've i live i used to live in philly so in my opinion Have you heard of her? huh you've heard of her no wow. but i know that there is an underground hip-hop scene and i know people who are involved in it who probably know her uh -huh. and so i you know you know full disclosure i'm just really not not <laughs> that into hip-hop uh-huh period <laughs> but <laughs> Philly has so much music that never leaves Philly. Not mm -hmm. even just hip hop. I would say like there's rap, there's R and B, there are all these um, these these uh, these artists who are really established in Philadelphia who are just amazing. Mm -hmm. And unless you're there, you don't know. You've mm -hmm. never heard. Even on the radio, there's there are certain things that you can only hear on the radio in Philadelphia. And so I was like, of course. Wow, really? <laughs> yeah, and it's good. Like it's it's good music. <laughs> <laughs> one of the things I miss about Philly. So well, that, I mean, that's in that case, it's really good exposure for her to be on the show. Exactly. So we have um, her next chapter, which is loud and clear. She's starting her own label. So um, she's got some Japanese street um, and hip hop influence going on there. And so she just kind of makes her idea clear and, and, and puts that through and Majin gets the sketching and, you know, it was it was you, it was really interesting and eye opening. Do you think that's why his name is Majin? Oh no, his oh so okay so he we we 
we found out that his dad is Chinese and black. Oh, that's right. Okay. That's yeah. Right. right? Okay. So his, so he's Majing Wang. And, that's right. um, yeah. So I don't know if, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and you could say that it could be, you know, even if his dad was, was not Chinese, like I wouldn't be surprised seeing Bahamadia and be like, oh yeah, yeah. She would definitely name her son Majing. <laughs> that, yeah. well, that's what I was thinking. Like, could that be another reason? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she comes like she just seems to be really influenced by all sorts of things, and you know, a fascinating woman. Definitely. So, um, but did anything else stand out to you in a sketch session with um, these pairs of people? I thought okay, I did think it was really interesting that Erin and her mother were so close. Oh yeah. And, um, given and I thought that her mom had just kind of like really great connection with her. So mm-hmm. I was actually looking forward to seeing what Erin was going to create for her mother, mm-hmm. considering um, that they were basically like sisters. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I also think that it was interesting for um, who else I'm trying to think um, for Jenny mm-hmm. with her and her mom, how, I feel like at least for a mother, I mean, at least for a designer, you have to have such a clear focus mm-hmm. on what you are need to be creating. And her mom was not really sure what her next chapter was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it was really hard for Jenny to kind of, kind of capture what exactly she was going to be making for her mom. But you know, I, and maybe that was kind of like a little, interesting I was like okay let's see what she's gonna pull out of her sleeve because often you work with people especially when you work in the creative industry and people don't really know what they want but you the point of being the designer is to help them get focused and execute their vision so I was looking forward to seeing what she was gonna come up with considering that there wasn't such a clear focus yeah because I feel like this this seemed to be the most challenging one where I was like huh Jenny's mom is not entering another chapter <laughs> yeah. she asked for exercise an exercise outfit at one moment at one point um and so I I just thought this was interesting and also I you know I I didn't really see Jenny doing anything on that lines that we were talking about you know just trying to focus them and ask questions and get something useful out of it. Yes. So, you know, and we see that sort of in the next moment when they're at mood where she just, she's just pulling stuff that she thinks is her mom's vibe because she just has nowhere to go and obviously didn't really get much out of their meeting. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I also, just really hard, especially in mood. Exactly. There's everything is there. If you have no focus, you, there's no way you can walk out successfully. Nope. Nope. Not at all. (laughs) Yeah. It's just a, it's just, (laughs) yeah, no, you're just sort of starting off, you know, behind from, you know, from the moment you walk in. But, um, but before we move on to mood, um, just want to point out Dexter's friend, how Mm -hmm. her next, her next chapter in life is starting in a lifestyle e-commerce app. And I, do you know what that app is? No. What is a lifestyle e-commerce app? Is it like, a? uh, <laughs> I, okay. Lifestyle e-commerce app could be 
like how they're taking Instagram and they're making it to where you could purchase um, some purchase items off of Instagram. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was just like, can I just hear a little bit more about this? Because this you just said a bunch of words that smashed together that really are so broad. I have no idea what you're actually doing. <laughs> I mean, you're making an app. And so anyway, those, you know, whatever. So. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. I thought it was interesting that Lawrence's daughter was her daughter. I know. When she walked in, I was like, wow, Lawrence's mom is so tall. Wait, I, that's her daughter. <laughs> I know. I was just like, I was like, wait, wait a second. Is this her sister? And, you know, remember she had her when she was about 15 or 16. So, of course, oh, yeah. she's not that much younger um, than she is. But she's tall. She's really that tall. That girl's real tall. <laughs> and I can, I can I could sort of tell that, of course, that would be Laurence's daughter. She's just, you know, she's so <laughs> cute and French just with her little bob <laughs> exactly. and her hat and wearing black. It's just, like, it's just so cute very French so yeah um all right okay so let's go to mood and I have to say that love mood I love mood I just wrote my notes I'm so excited I don't know why because this one I think it's because they're 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 down to nine there aren't a lot of them but they've been in and out of mood so often that this is not even a thing anymore they just kind of go in and they just kind of seemed really confident and comfortable with the 30 seconds they have to spend inside there. Exactly. <laughs> so I was like, Oh yeah, that's great. Um, and so again, okay. And, and to, and to, to stop off on, on Jenny one more time. So she gets this really, really, really nice yellow pattern fabric mm-hmm. um, that I thought was really interesting because mm-hmm. I feel like Jenny has been doing these hit or miss things with, Shades of yellow, shades of neutral or whatever, mauve, blah, blah, blah. She's just used a lot of beige. Mm-hmm. And so I was just kind of like, all right, this is interesting. But she ends up pulling this chenille fabric that was, um, you know, you know what we talked about. Like you just don't know what you're going in for. So you're just pulling the vibe of someone. I'm like, how do you, what does that look like? How do you do that? That is really hard to do, hard to do. Mm-hmm. And um, she kind of like gets into this conversation with Tim at the checkout counter <laughs> oh, where goodness. she's just like, yeah, you know, my mom just gave me nothing. So I just got everything. And she's, you know, she's just kind of out there. But I just got something that I think that she would love. And so but Tim's just like, well, you know, at least, you know, that your mom won't throw you under the bus. And here yeah. we go again. I was like, yeah. Tim. Oh my god. Tim, it's eight thousandth time we've heard that phrase in the show. And you're being real snarky right now. <laughs> and I was like, what does that mean? Do you hate Dexter and Aaron now? What does it mean? <laughs> you're being so mean girl right now. <laughs> it's just like, whoa. Whoa, he Tim. Drop, he did drop a few more additional comments throughout the show. So yeah. That was <laughs> that was like one. <laughs> he did. Um so I don't know if there because to me nothing really stood out from this mood rush other than the fact that you know they just are doing their thing and so um so we get back into the workroom and remember this is um day one so we have two days for this challenge and um 
which is very exciting. Yeah, I'm I just love it when they have a couple of days because then it you you know, you can either it it can either help or kill you, hurt exactly. you, maim you, I don't know. Because you, <laughs> you get into the, you get into the trap of becoming overly ambitious. Mm-hmm. So um, we get to set, kind of see at the beginning um, some of this sort of laid out in a way. We have Aaron who's doing this lace dress mm-hmm. with a, another jacket. Mm-hmm. And then we find out that Natalia is making some complicated pieces where she's making like a, 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 a jacket, bottoms and, and a top. But her coat seems to be really complicated just so many pieces to it and lots of leather mm-hmm. as well and um i don't know we didn't really spend that much time in day one especially well we kind of talked a little bit about cornelius being resuscitated from the dead like mm-hmm. jesus so um jesus was resuscitated <laughs> that was a comment that natalia made yeah yeah it's very interesting <laughs> very interesting they, they both start with r's you know, the re thing, the, you know, resuscitated, re, I don't know, revived. Yeah. <laughs> Resurrected. Oh my gosh. Anyway. Um, so, so uh, before we move on to day two, did anything stand out in that intro day? The first, the first mood day? I mean, the first, first- post mood. Oh, the first post mood in the workroom. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that I thought it was interesting to see the actual materials that were chosen mm-hmm. for each of their individuals. Um, you know, after having that conversation with each of their loved ones, which were considered to be clients, mm-hmm. um, you know, I kind of felt like you start to see the personality of those individuals through the materials that were chosen. Yeah. So. Yeah. The fact that Natalia had, you know, she said her mom was going on this European tour and she wanted, she chose, um, I believe it was like leather. We didn't know how she was really going to use it, but Mm -hmm. also Cornelius had leather, but he wasn't, I I was curious to see how both of them were going to use that same material for two different women, two different lifestyles, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which is kind of the beauty of, uh, of design and like using the same material sometimes. Right, right. Um, and I think for Erin, she definitely has a consistency of who she is and who she wants to be. So given that her mother also someone she considers to be a sister, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but lives in Utah, you would think like she would try to maybe be more conservative. Mm-hmm. So the fact that she wanted to go into a direction that was more of a, a piece that you would not necessarily be able to get in Utah – I was curious to see what she was going to do. Yeah. So. Yeah, I thought that was really interesting, too. Yeah. I mean, because mostly, um, yeah, it you know, she's, her mother obviously, you know, has a little bit of an edge in a way and, you know, is very encouraging of creativity and, and, and all that stuff. So I thought it was kind of interesting that they both were just kind of like, well, where would you go to get clothes? Like where, where? Yeah, <laughs> like, you just don't want to look like everyone else, which it, you know, to me is really, really interesting. Um, I mean, I personally thought that her lace was a bit of a problem with all the colors. Uh-huh. Um, 
and just sort of interested in seeing how she would maybe bring in some of her applique from the past few shows that she's done that to kind of make something of that that lace because there's just a it's it's not a lace that I would have chosen I would say Mm -hmm. because of the coloring but you know I totally agree also I think it's interesting they're mannequins they got these oh yeah they have the they have I have one of those it's uh what is that so usually you have like your standard dress forms Mm -hmm. but then that's for like a size, like four size two, four size six or whatnot. And right. for these, the, they're working with different women's body types. So you can actually adjust the bust, mm-hmm. the waistline mm-hmm. and the hips, which is like pretty amazing Wow, and should be standard in my opinion for, yeah. yeah. I mean, I never seen, seen those, those types of uh, dress forms before. So it was just kind of interesting to see that. that. Yeah. The, they're like the adjustable the adjustable ones. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to ask Shanice about these mannequins because honestly, I, they look really expensive, but it looks as if some, it's something that would be really helpful. And I don't think they have them on day two. Yeah. I don't think they did either. Which makes no sense to me because you know, they have these fancy mannequins that, that come in and out, you know, they do their thing or whatever, but it just, um, I think, you know, as we move on to day two, became a problem because you can't really adjust them and fit them. Yeah. Anyway, so, I mean, okay, so let's let's move on to day two. So mm-hmm. we, we leave the workroom at the end of the day. And, oh, another question I have before we move on. So we have this end of scene and kind of like a really quick montage of everyone sort of finishing up some last minute stuff before they kind of like <laughs> prance out. And there's this moment where Laurence, and you know it's her because it's leather, she's rubbing the sleeve of her jacket together. Uh-huh. Have you, did you notice that? Hmm. It's almost as if she was working the leather in some way. And I was uh, just like, what is that? And I want. That's wa- interesting. Yeah. I, I've, I've actually never worked with leather mm-hmm. as a material. The only thing I could maybe think of, and this is just a guess, is that she's softening it. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I don't know. I really don't. That's interesting. Yeah. I want to, I want to look on leather class. That's all I want. I was like, okay, what does this mean? And <laughs> what does this do to it? <laughs> I'm so curious. Maybe she was giving it magic powers. Exactly. All right. So, <laughs> I mean, cause I mean, she's, she's so good at it. She's like, this is, I mean, she's a leather designer. Stop it. She needs oh, to yeah. She's a leather designer and, like, she only wears leather. Yeah. She needs to embrace <laughs> it. I've never seen anyone work with leather the way she does on this show. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So, so we enter back into day two. And, um, you know, we have some time with the um, designers just sort of going through and putting in some details. We have Rick, who's making these really interesting diamond cutouts for a belt. Mm-hmm. For his um for his mother's uh I guess um it's like a chenille tweed or it's like a tweed jacket that he's mm-hmm. making her. Mm-hmm. And um I know, I just thought it was some interesting detail going on there. And we see, you know, Aaron messing up with messing with her lace, not messing up her lace, messing <laughs> with her lace. <laughs> and then um but pretty much they're getting ready for their fittings. But um 
I don't know. I, I just thought it was it was a really interesting little intro before the before their models come in. And um, I just have to say that I haven't we haven't spoken a lot about Cornelius and his mother mm-hmm. and the way they interact with each other. But there was just a quick little note where he put her in heels and had her walk towards him in the outfit that he had made. I think he was basically fitting the muslin on her first. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, why are you walking so stiff? What's wrong with you, girl? She's <laughs> like, aw, that's so cute. She's like, I, <laughs> I just thought I it was it. I really love that they can have that type of like communication. I know. I mean, because you kind of go from that to Majin and his mother, where it just seems, again, kind of intense between the, <laughs> the two of them, where, mm-hmm. you know, she just doesn't... Um, it's, it's not that much of an ease between them. Um, you know, there is. She doesn't seem as, um, as I don't mean to use this word, but like as maternal. Yes. That's a good word. That's a really good word. And I think Majin in a way does seem like to me, he's, he's giving off of a more of a, a son vibe than she's giving off of a mother vibe. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Where he's just like, you know, I'm, I'm going to make this garment for you. I want you to be proud. And, you know, I'm trying to do my best. Do you like this? Is this good? <laughs> <laughs> do you approve of me and the things that I'm making for you? <laughs> like, you know, there's just a lot of, um, you know, you can tell like he's, he's just trying to, to work really hard with this to make it, to make her proud of what he's doing. Not necessarily trying to prove himself as, you know, like, hey, I'm a designer. I want, I want to legitimize my my choice of doing this because mm-hmm. she herself is a creative. Um, I think Rick is sort of doing that, where he, for him, it's kind of like I want to validate my choice to my mother because it's costing mm-hmm. them a lot of money. Exactly. Um, so there's there's a lot of, of of you know, everyone feels like they have room to to prove something, in a way. So, um. So Tim comes in for the critique. And exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So we have Tim coming back and um, we start off with Pam, who is Cornelius's mom. Mm -hmm. And she wants to travel because Tim comes in and asks, like, so what is your next chapter in life? She's like, okay, so I have had kids and I've, they've taken everything from me. And now, now, I deserve some time to myself and I'm traveling. So um, I I thought this was a sweet moment because, you know, Tim had to take some time to actually just sort of, he talked to Pam, but he also took this time to reassure Cornelius about why he saved him from last week. This is the first time we've sort of out and out acknowledged the Tim Gunn save. We have to say the whole three words, Tim Gunn save and, and how he's still mad at the judges. Which mm-hmm. I think is really interesting. I don't know what you thought about that. That he yeah, because even though even though Aaron and uh, Dexter rec- like they said that would be the person to go, it's their choice, right? So mm-hmm. why didn't why did they choose him? Right. Wait, what do you mean? Huh? <laughs> Wait, why why did they choose Cornelius? Yeah, that's what I mean. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I was just wondering. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. And I think, you know, you know, if my conspiracy theory is right and that they conspire to get rid of the person that would force him to save 
then Tim probably wasn't in on the producer meeting and the judges. Oh, I, I don't know. You know, if you just want to take this out to. Oh, like behind the scenes. Yeah. Like, yeah. That maybe Tim was sort of, you know, he, they forced his hand. Um, cause if, cause if anything, you know, he definitely, it was, we've, we said it, it was a very obvious choice that Cornelius wasn't the worst, <laughs> <laughs> but in this scene, we get to see a little bit more of Cornelius's fabric and again, I think his fabric choice is not that great. You don't like it. I did that. not like the rope pattern at all. I just just didn't really. I just didn't like it. But, you know, open to seeing what you can do with it. It's totally fine. It's not mm-hmm. completely hideous. And he didn't get houndstooth. So that's a step up. <laughs> but yeah, know. he loves the patterns. That's for exactly. sure. Um. Anyone, did anyone, anything else stand out to you? Anyone in this, in the Tim Gunn critique part? Um, okay. So (laughs) I thought it was interesting whenever Tim was speaking to Aaron about her jacket and Mm -hmm. her, uh, dress with the lace. Yeah. And a lot of her colleagues were saying, like, it's the same thing. We've seen it again. We've seen it all over. She's doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. And then Tim kind of basically tells her that, you know, he just doesn't think that it works. And she just kind of pulls a Mr. Seriano and says, well, I'm not going to change my mind. Because <laughs> we've all heard that. <laughs> I mean, you, you know, know what? You're right. Like she, she was a hundred percent. She's like, I like what I made. My mom likes what I made and I'm mm-hmm. not changing it. And I, that's me. So. Yeah. And I thought it was really interesting. Her comeback to him where he's like, you know, I see these pockets and I know that that's you. And she goes, all right, maybe that's not a bad thing. Yeah. Maybe that's a good, like, I don't care <laughs> if you see the pockets and it's the same pockets from last week and the week before <laughs> and the week before last. It's yeah. like, great. They'll know who I am. And maybe exactly. that'll, that maybe that's actually a good thing, which I which I respect. <laughs> I honestly was seeing the same thing, you know, because I I have a thing with coats. Like I love them. I love coats. Exactly. Yes. But this this thing, I was just kind of like, can we see another silhouette? Can we yeah, see something she, different? <laughs> she definitely does like the oversized, like super like contemporary look, and right. that does not necessarily work for every woman right and I think it's only because we've seen it so often this season and we also have seen that from from a few other designers because we have Natalia who's capable and she's made some wonderful oversized coats we've had Jenny make some oversized clothing we have Dexter making oversized sleeves and but they need to show their range like yeah do oversized one week and do more form-fitted the next exactly like, Show the judges that you're not just a, a one-track mind. Yes. That's the whole point. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Do something different. Like, play around. hmm Because you wouldn't have... Okay, say if you're doing, a like, a 10-piece collection for the finale, you're not going to do coats for every single look. Exactly. And so far, we've seen mostly coats from, from Erin. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're cover-up. She needs to focus on... Because even some of the dresses that she makes, they look like coats. <laughs> you mean the lion mane? Which which yeah. other dress are you talking about? Like um, the ones with the... 
Yeah, no, that one. That, yeah. <laughs> uh, that was a cocktail challenge. Um, let's see. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and Tim doesn't like the lace either, which is interesting. He's just It just makes him cringe. Yes. And um, he brings up a really good point where he says the color, the lace, the, the baby blue of the dress um, looks junior to him. Exactly. And um, I thought that was really interesting because I would have thought it looked old or mm. very, um, I would say, vintage in a way. So mm-hmm. sort of something that is a bad replication of something from like ripe it's for the twenties, like not the 1920s, but let, let's say like the turn of the century or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was interesting where he was just like, Oh no, it's junior. It's like, huh, this actually looks kind of <laughs> old fashioned <laughs> to me. <laughs> so um, yeah, I want to hear a little bit more about that, but um, Oh, and, and also we have um, Bahamadia and Majing. And so this stood out to me because Majing's sketch was insane. His sketch of that jacket and of those mm-hmm. drop crotch pants. You know, I was like, okay, we've, we've, we've dropped so many crotch or we've dropped so many crotches this season. And, <laughs> you know, despite all of that, I thought those, that jacket that he sketched and those pants went really well together. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, I don't know. It just didn't seem at this point that the jacket that he was making was sort of coming out to that. He only had a muslin, but um, I just thought that the sketch was just like, was just crazy. I was like, I want, I want that jacket. I can't wait. Can't wait to see that. Yeah. I was looking for, I was looking uh, forward to seeing how he was going to execute and how it was going to transform from the paper into like an actual product. Yeah. It looked really technical. Um. I thought it was interesting to see that um, Ginny decided to use that those crazy print or like fabrics mm-hmm. for pants. Oh um, yeah, I was like, oh, okay. Because what were you thinking she was going to use that for? Huh? You thought she was going to use it for like outerwear or something, or like a dress or something. I mean, mm-hmm. I know I saw, I remember the sketch, but it's like, hmm, yeah, okay. So let's see where this goes. Hmm. Interesting. And I know, like a lot of the the her like colleagues weren't really feeling her her aesthetic, but you know, she definitely kind of like takes risk. Yeah. So I was curious to see like what she was going to do. Exactly. Those were going to be the pants. Yeah. I mean, I I was just kind of glad that she wasn't using mauve again or beige, <laughs> and I was like, okay, sure. Like, however you want to do that, I think it's a good idea because yeah. the print, it's you know, in my opinion, it's a really good print. And then um, we also have Logance and her daughter, Victoria, mm-hmm. and Tim having a, a very common or a recurring interaction, I should say, with her, mm-hmm. where she's making another jacket. <laughs> and he's like, okay, so is how is this something that you can't buy <laughs> right now? And Logance is like, um, Tim, you're so adorable. <laughs> I am amazing. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> She just shuts it down. She's like, he just has to learn how to trust me. Like, come on. It's been like eight weeks. Stop it. I'm going to do whatever I want. I'm like, all right. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> so, um, 
So I, I, I really love um, what she said mm-hmm. that for her, it wasn't about the money. It was about making something to make her daughter feel confident. Yeah. After her life. Yeah. And to me that, that speaks even louder because a good garment will sell itself. Right. Right. So, and honestly, she's got this crazy. Okay. I'll use another word. She has this really mature, long term goal thing going on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you know, the last couple of episodes or I think it was um not last week, but week before where there was this Laurent's et- work ethic montage going on mm-hmm. of how she just puts her head down. She grinds it out. She gets her stuff into the machine and you know on the last day she's just you know doing whatever she wants with the finishing touches and everyone else is just sort of laughing and talking and eating and talking and laughing and then you know musing out loud about what are they going to do blah 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 and then Laurence is just sitting there just like uh why are you guys talking so much I'm just gonna- <laughs> I'm trying to win I'm trying to win guys I have long-term goals trying to get this win and it's just like <laughs> It's just so nice. She's just like, man, she just has it. She's like, okay, you know, if I don't win this $25,000, you know, like, who cares? Like, I'm going for 100000 So, exactly. just saying. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> because the person who wins that twenty five may not even win. So, she's yeah. Prize. yeah. Yeah. She's like, I want to go to Fashion Week. So, I don't care about these prizes. You can just, like, <laughs> give me all the wins that you want. You know, give me all the money that you want. I don't care. I just am trying to get to Fashion Week and trying to win this. Like, all right, all right, Laurence, we get it. Exactly. <laughs> so I love it. Hashtag goals. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all right. And then um, let's see. I don't know. We have like Dexter and Rick and his mom. And I don't know if anyone else stood out to you in this in this Tim Gunn crit you have here. I think the, I think, I think what I mentioned were probably my main mm-hmm interest or concern yeah yeah <laughs> i mean i just wrote down for rick and his mom is that she's just so adorable i just wrote that for the whole thing i know he couldn't stop just, crying i was like so adorable. i know i'm just like of course that's the thing of course we okay we he's been crying like every time he talks he's crying <laughs> and so it's about his mom and how about how guilty he feels that his mom is like paying for a studio and his education so it's kind of like when you make up this challenge where the moms come in <laughs> <laughs> it's done like it's done it's just gonna be yeah. sob city <laughs> so so tim leaves and he takes the uh, moms and friends with him and you know post him you know i i noticed that we have okay we haven't heard a lot from cornelius he is putting his head down and not talking a lot of smack like he did before He's actually working. And my thought was like, okay, he might finish this week. And, um, oh, I only say that because, you know, I feel like Majin is on such a high from <laughs> his mom coming in and actually like getting to see her and make her some cool ass shit that she thinks is cool. <laughs> he comes over and he just is like <laughs> messing with Cornelius, which I think is so hilarious. <laughs> And so he sings him a little song. He's like, Cornelius, what the fuck is you doing? It's like, what are you making, Cornelius? 
And Cornelius is like, I'm trying to not go home this week because I don't know if you noticed I was eliminated. It's like, leave me alone. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, no, anyway. So, so, but I think it's kind of interesting because we do also get a little bit more of Aaron's story as well, which becomes a little bit of Sob City as well. Like, I just, it's just kind of more and more interesting info about what we've been learning about them through the season. So we all know Aaron's thing is that she was shipped across country to Boston with her dad. And to kind of think about how she also had a mother in Utah who was supportive of that move to get her to, you know, go someplace else and, and live a different life outside of Mormon town. So, mm-hmm. you know, so I thought that was just an interesting an interesting um, thing to learn about her. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. Um, but also we, we come to the end of the day where Jenny is not done with her pants. Oh, those pants. Those pants look bad. You know, I, I think that the one common thing um, is that people are failing with pants on this. <laughs> okay. I, wh- what are you recalling? If you're just not feeling well on a mission mm-hmm. or on a challenge, don't yeah. make pants. Don't don't do it. If you're if you're not feeling confident about something, just don't make pants. Yeah. Just make something else. Don't make pants. Even Logance, with all of the the time that she put into those job crotch pants, she, even she messed up some pants. Yeah. I mean, she won the challenge, but like <laughs> she, you know, because she was I mean, everything pants, else was perfect. But. They're just not they're just not like good tailors. So yeah. don't yeah. make pants. Yeah. If you don't, if you don't want to be noticed for the wrong reason. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like it's just, especially with that material, because whatever she was making that with, it just seems like a little stiff and um, actually not that stiff, but just, you know, I kind of, it was just sort of like why, how we leave her at the end of the day with these oversized pants and she has them on the fit the fit model mannequin i don't know what you call that the standard mannequin is like two four six yeah and so it's hanging off of this mannequin and she's complaining about how it's like i can't fit it because blah, blah. i was like where are those other mannequins that had expanding bodies because <laughs> you need that right now and also how are you, you know and i'm and okay and i have it on in the background those mannequins were still there they they did they'd still have them so she could have <laughs> fit those pants on one of those mannequins to her mother's measurements and had gotten that finished on day two. Yeah. She really could have handled it, but she's leaving it until the next day. And, you know, it's going to be a crap shoot. She's just kind of like, you know, just hope that it fits her mom and that the, the fitting won't be that, that complicated. And I was like, that's a lot to kind of leave yourself for the day of, Mm -hmm. but you know, I mean, who knows, but before we move on to the day of the runway, did anything else stand out? Cause we have like, some mess like there there are people who are in, in a bit of a mess at the end of the day here well yeah there are quite a few actually yeah. <laughs> but i think um sometimes going big or go home doesn't always mean you are gonna go home so you might as well go big but Man. Um, sometimes going big is a little scary exactly i think i was a little scared by the end of the day too i i mean i was as well i mean we have some we hear some things on the way out of the door where people are kind of like, I am not finished. I'm not done. <laughs> and one of those people is Natalia. Yeah. So, I mean, she was, she was the biggest worry work that day. Yeah. 
because we have them come in the day of the runway and everyone's panicking a little bit except for Laurence. She's just <laughs> quiet hand stitching and, she, you know, no expression, just sort of easing into it. But, um, Natalia's yeah. I mean, okay. Natalia has made this oversized coat that she didn't realize was oversized until that day in a way. It seemed as if she didn't really know just how big she made that coat and had not tried it on and hadn't really, <laughs> it's like, it's just like, it was a little too late because it was done in a way. She just had to finish it, but she had no time to tailor that thing. <laughs> to the runway. But yeah, she also had not made a shirt or pants or pants. <laughs> So, you know, again, you know, you don't have to do a coat, Natalia. You did a you did an amazing coat a couple weeks ago. You don't always have to do that. And um, you know, she's capable of making three pieces, but this is um no. It just exactly. didn't this time it just didn't work out. No, so. no is the appropriate foreshadowing. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, we have other people sort of, you know, running around and, and, you know, Majin has just got this wonderful smile on his face um, because he's made something that his mom loves and he's just so, yeah. he's just feeling it. And, you know, Cornelius is sort of, I love how his mother, well, Cornelius' mom puts him in his place in the midst of a panic that he was having, like he, that he has all the oh, time. That was perfect. Yeah. She- you got to pull it together. You got to get together. You're going to make it work. Now get to it. Exactly. She's like, you are not going to embarrass me in front of these people in this television. You need to put me in an outfit. You need to finish something because I am not going out there looking fool. Don't make me look a mess. That's a great team too. Sometimes that's what you just need. Someone to be like, um, I see you right now. Yeah. And, uh, you do not need to be this way. Exactly. <laughs> Just and like, she did a really good job of like helping him kind of focus. Yeah. Focus. And he had a good, he did a really good job of receiving that. Mm-hmm. Cause I, you know, I think that's a, we're seeing a different Cornelius. Although I think he would have probably reacted that way if, if he hadn't been saved from last week. But I think it, you know, this is kind of in a way like a, like a good thing to have someone else to sort of level his brain because he was just getting on my last nerves. And so, <laughs> This these past couple of episodes, hopefully, is just like tampering him down, and we'll see. Maybe we'll see. We will see. Maybe Cornelius will pull something out that will just shock us all, because he's got, you know, he's got some steadiness to his brain. Um. Anyway, so 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 we have like the last ten minutes, which I think are kind of dramatic, mostly because <clears throat> we have Natalia running around the workroom with pins and, and everything and just you know just not getting it together so yeah. you know she ends up leaving the workroom with pins in her clothes mm-hmm. just pins and everything in her coat she can't hem the coat she can't I don't even know what she did with those pants or how she finished that shirt but um it looked like she was just using the iron to pretty much make up for a lot of stuff that she wasn't able to do 
and she mm-hmm. no hemming so just, just iron up those edges just mm-hmm. just iron them out but um looks like she did a lot of tucking yeah a lot of tucking <laughs> i mean and, and so yeah lots of quick fixes that just you know it's interesting <clears throat> they had two days so <laughs> so let's <laughs> So, um, we are, we are at the end of their time in the workroom. So we, we can move on to the runway. Finally. The runway. Yay. And I forgot to mention this at the top, but we have a link section where we have a link to the cheat sheet. And on the cheat sheet, we have all the final looks for this episode and it's in runway order. So you can pull that up right now and follow on, along with us because we're going to go through each look so we have nine designers um again because cornelius was saved last week and um this week we had our regular judges zach nina heidi plus olivia culpo and katie beauchamp from fashion startup um and of course tim gunn mm-hmm. and um so let's get to this cheat sheet here let's pull this up so we start off with Mr. Roberti. Roberti. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just thought this look was so adorable. And, you know, I noticed it, of course, I noticed it in, in the workroom before we went off. But I made the note that, um, so he mixed up these these two prints. He has like a different print for the top and a different print for um, this uh, has this really, really beautiful turquoise organza print on the bottom. Mm-hmm. And I'm someone who really enjoys prints. And I've, I've said this a lot, quite a bit. And this is probably the first time where someone has mixed and matched prints in a way that I find very satisfying because, uh, you know, they don't look as if they go together, but he's, he's, you know, he's fitted in a way where the dress is just sort of, morph into one another even or the 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 pieces morph into each other and and it almost looks as if it's just one piece but it's actually two pieces it's a top separate top and a separate bottom um and so i just thought it was a really smart design in a in a subtle in a very subtle way but yeah i don't know what were your thoughts i i definitely love the silhouette for this it was something that i believe that would look good on many different body types because mm-hmm. of the way that it was kind of broken up. It looked as if it was two pieces, but I believe it was one. I couldn't, I couldn't quite tell until like uh, we fast forward to when the judges were able to take a closer look mm-hmm. at the garments. But um, I love the material. I thought it was just something that was definitely like a statement piece. Yeah, yeah. Um, whether you're going to like a cocktail or even like a wedding, you yeah. Wear it was. Um, I, that was to me a step up, something that I would want to see in a store. And I like how he did incorporate the different, the two different materials and mm. added his own like embellishments that yeah. it almost appears if it was a part of the fabric. Exactly. And I, he, and then that's the thing, like he had to sort of defend this choice against Tim um, during his critique where Tim was like, do you think you're over designing with this idea of piping with this pink material? And mm-hmm. His response was like, huh, that's a good question. Let me think about it. And maybe he thought he was going to do a lot more piping than he thought. Mm-hmm. Um, but he still kept it in. I think it really, you know, it really incorporates well with the color in the bottom 
um, you know, in the skirt portion, but mm-hmm. so, okay. So it is one piece or is it two pieces? I can't tell. I think it's one piece. Okay. And the top, and then I think the top is like, it's an overlay. It's just like over it, but it's yeah. connected. Okay. Like it's just like another layer. But if you were to rip that off, it'd be like a dress. Like yeah. A full dress underneath. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I love that. I just think it's really smart. Mm-hmm. It's really great. It was very well made. Really well made. It fits so perfectly. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, yeah. And great length and everything. Anyway. So, so nice. All right. <laughs> great way to start. <laughs> exactly. And then we have Jenny and, um, you know, my, my thought was, I think the color combinations are interesting, but she, she, she keeps doing the sporty cuff thing. So she's, she's really into like the sporty neck, um, this sporty, you know, black and white cuff. And to me, you know, if you kind of take those away and you also take away that white shirt underneath um, and also you give some type of structure to the top. If you just change this and, outfit, and you, just but take keep, away the pants you keep too. the fabrication, you, you change the outfit. It's fine. <laughs> You're like, take away, take away the details on the shirt. Exactly. Take away the white shirt underneath. <laughs> take away the pants. <laughs> Take away that shirt too and just start over. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just kind of like, oh man, you know what? You're right. These graphic pants are not working this week because we, we've seen them before from Brick and he just didn't know what he was doing with anything that had any kind of print or pattern on it. And then we see this and it's just like, Jenny saw these pants and said they fit. She you thought know? it was a quick fix. She, she said. Yeah, exactly. She's like, oh, okay, they, they pretty much fit. I'm just going to take it in two inches and take the waistband down a little bit. And, you know, and that's it. And I was like, oh, wait. So is this what you envisioned? <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's, By the way, I, I, I definitely, I have, uh, I have like, so I was very uh, strong. I had a very strong reaction to when I saw that uh-huh. coming down the okay. runway. And first of all, I thought her mom did an amazing job owning it. Mm-hmm. She, you know, I would have never believed that she either loved or hated it. It yeah. looked look like it was made for her the way she came down the runway. Mm-hmm. She was ready. And then, you know, I said, huh, I don't like anything about that look, <laughs> but I love her confidence. That's yeah. I and I don't know if right, for me right now is the appropriate time to say like what I wish I would have seen. Mm hmm. But or should I wait like until we talk about the judges' comments? Yeah, because... let's 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 wait until we talk okay. about the judges. Because because like, did you agree? Did the judges say something that sparked you or? Oh yes. Definitely. Okay. All right. Okay. So let's let's wait. Because I feel Cause like I, had, I have a I like knowing knowing what Jenny does. Uh-huh. I had a different vision for what it what would have worked with those same fabricate those same exact fabrications mm-hmm. but a different. So okay. I'll tell I'll talk a little bit about that. Later. All right. Good. 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 But um, other than that, I just thought it was um, really disappointing to yeah. see how much confidence her mom had, but with a look that did not match exactly. that, that attitude. I agree. She's confident to do anything. She didn't know what she wanted to do. She was mm-hmm. confident to do anything. So yeah. really, that's the kind of look that should have been executed. Yeah, so. I agree. All right. So next we have Dexter, who made us um, this sweater dress. 
for his friend. And um, I would say the sleeves are back. <laughs> the Dexter are sleeves. Back. Um. So, yeah, I, 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 you know, I only liked this outfit when she puts her hands on her waist. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't really do too, too much for me. I thought it was, wow, mm-hmm. okay. But then I was like, oh, okay, I would, no. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it just, it kind of, you know, it just sort of reminded me too much of, uh, the unconventional challenge um, where he made the huge the the huge sleeves with the rugs oh yeah uh-huh, it worked uh-huh. better with that sort of fabrication it was it, with the sweater it just seemed too big and too oversized mm-hmm. and I was kind of just disappointed in the fact that it only makes sense it's almost as if he designed it so that you just walk around with your hands on your waist <laughs> That's the only exactly. time it looks interesting to me, you know? So I'm like, if you, you can't just walk around with your hands on your waist, that's not how women wear clothes. Well, especially in New York City, you can't walk down the street with your hands like that. Otherwise, people are going to get really Good upset point. taking up too much space. Good point. It's like, who do you think but, you are? But you have maybe to share the sidewalk with 10 million people. Maybe she's not wearing that on her commute. You know, because, <laughs> you know, they're from Berkeley or San Francisco or wherever they are. So maybe, maybe they're driving. Or maybe she's not driving. Maybe they're so cool that they're in one of those driverless cars and she drives around in a car with her hands <laughs> on her waist. It's like, I don't have to put my hands on a wheel. I don't have to like open the car door. It does everything for me. And so this is my outfit today. And this is a hands on the waist outfit. Exactly. And this is how I'm going to live my life for 24 hours. Anyway. All right. So next we have Delia. Rick's mom great i loved her i thought she was so adorable and yeah when i saw her walking down the runway i said that's it right there yeah it just it was just so in a you know and it's this is the thing okay because it's not what i thought that i would have liked or enjoyed to see um you know walking down the runway but it was just so well done and so thoughtful you know i think there's just some subtlety in the things that he's done. And, you know, and he explains it later. Um, the reason why he puts these, these stitched details in there. And I just thought it was just, it was just such a well-made outfit. It was just yeah. so well-made. It was, it so. was. And it was, it, there was something about it that, you know, it's something that you we've seen before, Yeah. but what we haven't seen is, how the materials that were used. Right. So I was like really excited to kind of see how he was going to explain his motivations behind that. Because when she's mm-hmm. walking down, even if you were to see a picture, you'd be like, okay, you know, dress with like a little jacket yeah. and kind of goes with the look, but there's so much more to it. And right. I think that's where the personality kind of comes out. And that's what you have to respect about his thought process for making something for his client who is his mother right. who is wants to be in business and is going back to school. So you can't just make something, you, you can't just make anything. You kind right. of you really have to tailor it and really think about it. And I feel like he put a lot of thought into it. Like yeah. You said. No, I totally agree with that. Especially with, you know, the idea that, because when he said he was going to make a cardigan, I, you know, didn't think that he would make something like this. 
um, which, which in a way is definitely, um, you know, very interchangeable. You can wear this with many different types of outfits. You can put so many other things on top of this dress. You know, the three quarter sleeve is just, uh, it's just so nice and wonderful. Yes. Even her styling, I thought was just, just very, very, it was just like a loving makeover in a way, you know, just like just accentuate who she is. And, you know, make something that is extremely practical, but, you know, spot on. Exactly. Well done. Impeccable. All right. And next we have Natalia. Oh, wait. That's... Whoops. No, we don't. Whoops. <laughs> next we have Aaron. <laughs> I skipped that my notes. We have Aaron next. Um, and, uh, I, you know, I have to say, uh, the, the jacket was such a snooze, you know, okay, she has this idea, she's like, oh, you know, I want my mom to look like a cocoon, like a butterfly, and, you know, she had the cocoon on the outside, and it's, I'm gonna make a cocoon coat, and she's gonna open it up, and she's just gonna reveal this wonderful colorfulness on the inside, and I was like, well, the jacket is a snooze, the dress is high-low, um, and it's not even well-fit to her mother, her mother's body, and, uh, you know, it just, to me, it didn't look finished, but it was finished. And that was, to me, it was just very disappointing. I just did not, it just did not look good. The hem was weird, you know, and it, I don't know, the color was weird. It just didn't go together. This gray and this baby blue and this lace that just looks like a really old doily just, just wrapped around her body. And this blue fabric that looks like nothing. So, yeah. You're shaking your head a lot. Like, what? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, when I think of nurse practitioner, I think that's what her mother is. Yeah, yeah. She's a nurse practitioner. Which is an an amazing job. And, you know, and she's talking about something that her mom could wear in Utah that you can't. I don't don't see that on her mom. She could have really made something that fit her mom's lifestyle. I feel mm-hmm. like you can't, I don't think it makes sense for people to, as a designer or as a stylist, to design something that people cannot incorporate into their lifestyle. Yeah. Because if they wanted to dress up and wear a costume, you know, uh, they could do that, but that, but why if it's not them? So I just right. feel like she was really kind of, what, what the mother was wearing almost appeared to be a costume, didn't seem like it was her. Hmm. Um, you know, okay, so she wants to take a risk. She wants to get make her mom something that is you, you don't have a Utah. So why why choose gray? Why not use the make the coat in the color of the dress, the blue? Yeah. And make this like beautiful coat with all the details and then have her take this dress the coat off and have like this beautiful, like tailored top or dress or skirt that's like more simple. Because then you're saying that I am this person who is this woman like this, but on the outside, mm-hmm. I have a personality just as big as the world. Yeah. So she reversed that. And really, I think it, that would have worked in her favor. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing like a pattern here where to me, the lace is doing a lot of what she has been doing, you know, how she's been creating these, these textures with this applique and embroidery technique, embroidery techniques that she's been using for the past every episode. I'll just say like 
every episode just yeah. sort of you know in, in the one episode where she didn't use those things she used this brocade fabric to do the same thing and i think she, right here she's making the lace do that work as well mm-hmm. because as we were talking about oh you know making something simple underneath i was like i didn't i really can't see her making something that is obviously simple mm-hmm. she always seems to want to you know, pluck something on top of it. And I don't think she did anything to this. I think she was going to add like these yellow flowers and I don't, I don't see the yellow flowers here. I think she left the lace as is, but mm-hmm. no, you're right. If she had done something just really, really simple underneath and fine, make another coat, but this is the worst coat she's ever made. <laughs> this is a really bad coat. And, um, and they know what she's capable of. So, so it's interesting that, I don't know, it's, it's, I, but I, I kind of see her as not being able to help herself, but do something that's like this, yeah. where you have this weird, either it's lace or it's brocade or it's your embroidery on top of it. And it's been failing. And yeah. here again, it's failing. Failing. So hated it. <laughs> 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 all right next we have cornelius all right and uh okay the fit on this is crazy it doesn't fit her so you don't like it i don't like it <laughs> <laughs> i thought i thought it was a nice i thought it was a nice look for his mom i thought it was very like up tempo mm-hmm. you know i could like See myself going to like I don't know LA or Atlanta or something and seeing like women wear suit two piece suits that are like more adventurous and mm-hmm. like colorful. He had like the leather the leather stripes in there. You know I thought hey she has the personality <laughs> to to carry that off. Yeah, to pull I mean, that off. <laughs> I would I would give it to him that the um you know the suit is colorful and. I think he used the print in, in a very interesting way. But, you know, I was noticing that in the front, the seam, the, the front seam of the skirt, uh-huh. the, the print is not matched up. And it just drives yeah, me like, I noticed that nuts. <laughs> and also, just the way it fits across her belly, it just looks uncomfortable. It's riding up. It doesn't fit. And then underneath, it looks like he used this purple or navy blue blouse material and I'm just like mm-hmm. no <laughs> it doesn't go and I think I have high standards okay let me let me let me roll that back I don't have high standards for Cornelius but I kind of think that I'm just tired of him putting stuff together that I don't know it just doesn't to me it's not exciting and and he loves mixing mixing and matching prints he's not doing that here and then when he uses one print with textures, the way he mixes them together to me is it's very, it's not my style. I'll just say that it's not my yeah. taste. I, I don't, I don't respond but, well to it. But as a judge, how would you like, it's not your style, but how do you think he could, how, if he's been so consistent, mm-hmm. what do you think with his talents would actually benefit him? I'm just, I'm curious. He hasn't been consistent. I mean, he's been consistently mediocre, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> you know, 
he's been consistently mediocre. And I and I and I think uh, I'm trying to think when he's been his strongest. And that there was that moment when he was in in the top two. And I, I you know, I I think when he if he would just free himself from these prints and mm-hmm. just focus on making something that fits well and is well made. Um, the closest I think he got to that was last week when he, when he made that plaid outfit and gave away his skirt. Mm-hmm. Um, he shouldn't have given away that skirt and he should have spent time instead of making another skirt that didn't fit well and wasn't well made and was too complicated to make in a few hours made a again made a top sort of like this like a suit where it opens up you know it's just like like little things but um i just think he still he doesn't have an eye for prince he thinks mm-hmm. he does and he doesn't <laughs> i just you know i see it i'm just saying <laughs> <laughs> and next we have laurence and victoria um I thought the way. What did you think about this? I thought the closure in the front was awkward, but I yeah, I thought I thought the jacket was like a little too tight. Yeah, her and like it was just kind of like bringing a lot of attention to like her breast, and then there was like this little button in the middle, and it just seemed like tight. Yeah, <laughs> I thought the the closure was a little little precarious. I was like, mm, it looks like it's gonna break off. In the <laughs> I I just don't see that as being comfortable to wear, but. I'm sure if it did break off, Laurence would have said, this is a performance. <laughs> yeah, she would. She's like, what are you guys talking about? Don't you trust me by now? I am amazing. It's like, oh my God, Laurence. What? They said next chapter. She wants to be an actress. Exactly. I built that into the suit. I timed it. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, whatever, like button pops. It was perfect. It did exactly what I wanted it to. It's like, what, girl? You are so exactly. profound. <laughs> but I thought the back of this jacket was amazing. The, the way she quilted it in the back. That's, that was great. The that's detail was crazy. Really nice. Yeah, yeah. But I think that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of the outfit is just like, all right. <laughs> just it's like. Sometimes Laurence just sort of does these things where I'm like, girl, you just, you, you pulled out something just astronomical last week. And then this week, yeah, you just sort of, you know, I don't know. You just, just, uh, what do you, what do you call that? You just kind of wrote it in. <laughs> yeah. Phoned it in. You phoned it in, not wrote. Phoned it in. Oops. Phoned it in. Take right. it till you make it. Next we have Majing. Mm. What did you think about this? I mean, I thought it was powerful. Mm-hmm. I thought when his mom came down the runway, I was like, wow, interesting. If I saw that lady on the subway, I'd be like, whoa, what <laughs> kind of code is that? <laughs> like, in a good way, like, yeah. whoa, okay. You know, I thought it was uh, definitely, like, very strong, definitely very powerful. That's mm-hmm. a lot of black that she was wearing. Yeah. And it's really hard, even though people always say, wear black um if you want to hide this or if you wear black this or that or that actually black is very hard to wear you still mm-hmm. have to know how to wear it correctly yeah even when you wear only black and i felt like that embodied her personality interesting 
Because she definitely came down that runway like a ninja. Yeah. She's like, and so here we go. And yeah, <laughs> it's like, oh, my God. <laughs> so, you know, if you're looking on the cheat sheet, the picture of her at the end of the runway and that sideways look, I was like, oh, my God, I love it. <laughs> I just love that look. I just love it. And, you know, her hair looks amazing. Um, I was just a little disappointed that it didn't look like Majing's sketch. Like I was expecting a totally different looking jacket, um, with a lot more structure to it. Mm-hmm. But I think this is what she wanted because mm-hmm. it is more kimono like, mm-hmm. and it's not as you know. I was looking for something that's a lot more stiff, and I have to kind of get mm-hmm. out of, you know, get a, get out of myself and just be like, this is what she wanted. It's great, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I, I really did appreciate the layers and the textures and the different fabrics that he put together. And I'm pretty sure this whole jacket is denim. I'm pretty sure it's like the shiny denim. It's the black denim. It's a slightly green denim. It is the wax <laughs> denim. He just went in the denim section and just like, okay, I'm at home. Here we go. I'm my mom didn't ask for denim, but you know I'm mushing. So I'm he loves denim. denim. Was it? It's like yeah, I'm gonna make her a pair of jeans. I was like, of course you are. <laughs> And then he has, I, I really wanted her to take that jacket off to see what he did underneath, especially with the drop crotch that we expected. And she's, mm-hmm. she has that, um, what do you call those, those, uh, sleeves, like those stirrup sleeves mm-hmm. are kind of, and you know, I would just want to see more of it, but I understand like the jacket is a statement piece, but yeah. So, all right. And then Natalia. <laughs> Womp, womp. So, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Natalia. Natalia. Her All mom right. is so beautiful. Yeah. But uh, that jacket, in my opinion, was not. Holy shit. Like, the jacket. And if the. Okay, this is the thing that hurts my heart. Is that if she had finished this jacket, if she had tailored it, if she had made it fit, I think this jacket would have been what like one of the most beautiful things on this runway definitely in my opinion because it it looks good but it's just too damn big it's huge it's huge yeah so many problems everything is big like the the pants are too high the waist is too high Mm -hmm. they're too wide and whatever shirt she made it tucked in is just too much volume there as well and I can't tell how 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 big her mother is, but I think they're around the same size. And Natalia looks like she's like under five feet. I don't know, but they both look small. Like she's just a, a petite woman. So yeah, she yeah. is petite. Yeah, it just looks to me. You gotta a bit take clownish. away the bulkiness with petite women like that. Yeah, I mean I'm not that petite. I'm average size. But I still have a problem wearing palazzo pants. I mean, I would love to wear palazzo pants one day, but it's just, you know, it's hard. It's hard when you're under 5'8". Like, I'm just like, <laughs> I can't. You just got to wear the heels. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I have a few comments about how that look could have been executed or done differently. But okay. I guess I'll wait until the judges. Okay. All right. Follow. Well, let's swing on through there. We're almost there. So bef- before we go, 
I'll, I have in my notes, like, who doesn't get $25,000? So we, you know, we, we bring them all into the stage. And then, like, who's safe? Meaning, like, who doesn't get money? And that's <laughs> Cornelius Logons <laughs> and Dexter. They're all safe. Yay! So they move on for another day. They survive. <laughs> all right. So let's move on into this this uh this judging realm and and i'll say up front we'll we'll just kind of spill the beans as to who's the top and who has who has the highest scores and has the lowest scores so the highest scores are from roberry and suki um rick and his mother delia and then majing and um oh my god bahamadia i almost forgot her name bahamadia (laughs) and then the lowest scores come from Erin and her mom, Whitney, Jenny and her mother, Amanda and Natalia and her mom, Sori. I think her name is Sori. Um, all right. So let's just jump into it with you, Shanice. Can you move on to um, who were we talking about before? Jenny? Yes. Okay. Your thoughts and, you know, anything that the judges said that stood out to you. Um, but before we start, okay, I I thought, okay, when we, you know, with Jenny, she kind of shot herself in the foot with the premise of the outfit or the concept as being something that her mom could go to work in. And her mom is a preschool director. And this is what happens when you don't give your youngins we, direction. Well, sorry to interrupt, but I had to watch that part twice because uh, we thought... They said she was a prison director. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So and, did you go through the whole thing thinking that she was a prison director and then you're like, oh, wait, wait a second. And then you rewound no, it. Had to, and rewind it, we, it. had to rewind it because, I mean, you're going to wear that to prison uh, board meetings versus preschool board meetings. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's very different. I mean, some four-year-olds might think that preschool is equivalent of you know, if they knew the word for prison, yeah. you know, they'd be I like, think in today's America, they know what prison is. I remember being forced to nap and feeling like I was being constricted, you know, just being forced to do something I didn't want to do naps, but you know, but it's not prison. It's not, it's not prison. It's like we used to get in trouble <laughs> for not taking naps and now we get in trouble for taking naps. <laughs> exactly. It was like, if I could just tell my four-year-old self, like you need to appreciate this, get on your mat. And go to sleep, girl. <laughs> go to sleep. Take advantage of these naps right now because you're going to want them in 30 years. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, so I just wanted to say that because I think the judges were thrown off by her her concept by saying that, hey, this is something my mom can wear to be a preschool director. Just like, what? Really? But she was fishing for something because Amanda didn't say anything. Who so say- Amanda, Jenny's oh, mom. Yeah. <laughs> Miss Amanda. So, um, okay, so go on. What what were your thoughts on this? I'm so curious. Okay, so for Jenny's look, okay, so her mother had this um, kind of like a sweater with like black, it was like gray, but it had like black details, mm-hmm. like almost like um, like flowers of some sort. And right. It, just, it was kind of a, a mid top or like a crop top. It was definitely short mm-hmm. um, for like a standard sweater. And then she had like a, a, a long white shirt underneath that kind of draped longer in the back than it did in the front. Right. I thought that shirt was terrible because it was not hemmed correctly. Mm-hmm. It just seemed kind of 
like wavy all around the edges. So yeah. that was a problem for me. The pants were definitely a huge issue for me. And um, the whole look was just really messy. So I feel like for her, her strength would have been, because she does that like crop pant, the drop pants, mm-hmm. and, you know, the lots of layers. Yeah. I thought it would have been in better interest for her mother, considering she's in this like really high position. Why not make almost like a, a tuxedo jacket but that went all the way down to the ground that was a little bit more like fitted in the waist and take that crazy pant print and make that the lining of the coat. Oh, okay. But what would you but make the also, outer? Oh, so it's just like a totally different uh, fabrication for the, for the coat or for the jacket. Yeah. So it's like, it's like that black color, you yeah. know, or gray or whatnot. And then mm-hmm. put that, the print on the inside. And then for the pants, she could have just done like, Something more chic, like the black, you know, the black, just like a simple black pant or even right. a crop, a, a drop crop, because that's what she does. And yeah. then like a, like a nice like button down top. Yeah. And then make, make the coat reversible. So if her mom wanted to be super funky because yeah. she's a preacher or director, she's got this crazy loud, crazy coat that can also be super like conservative during the day, but it. And uh, like an event, turn it inside out, and you still have like the cool pants and yeah. the shirt. That's a great idea. I'm so, just saying. <laughs> why not? Yeah. Why, you know, she could have been more risky, yeah. but also stayed within her own like realm of who she is as who she is as a designer. Exactly. Yeah. No, I I think, oh, man. Yeah, I mean that that would that would mean embodying a professional woman, and she pretty much just made what she's been making exactly. <laughs> for her mom, and so yeah, yeah, I think that would be an amazing idea, because you know that those prints, I I just don't think there's anything particularly wrong with anything that she chose, yeah, but it's just the pieces that she made out of them were just so bad. They were bad. So. All right. Now, um, and then, and, uh, I'm just going to like review and see, I, I don't, yeah, I think there's really nothing more to say about, you know, in terms of like what the judges said about her. So mm-hmm. I mean, in my opinion, you know, other than that, like, you know, Zach said the same thing where he's like, the t-shirt is, is terrible. You should have just taken that out. And, <laughs> um, you know, it was like, yeah, you're just, She's 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 more powerful than that. She's she's a preschool director. She's director of an entire program. Mm-hmm. So, um, all right. So, and and you had something to say about Natalia as well. Same thing with okay. her. I think that the materials that she chose could have really worked in her favor if she would have made them more tailored to her mother. So, mm-hmm. you know, the big bulky coat. Right. Drop the length of the coat all the way down to the ground. Make it more of like a trench coat fit. Uh-huh. Leather, white leather with some really cool black pockets. The white, the, the black lapel, but take it all the way down to the ground. Um, and then get those high waisted pants. Keep them there and just make a, just make the shirt a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Maybe take a little bit of the. Um, Take a little bit of the of the weight out of the pants, just make it a little bit more slim, but you could still have that that high waisted look. Yeah. But what you're trying to like elongate her by making that coat so big, and she's already a small person, she's gonna look chunky and bulky. So yeah. I say, take a lot of that fabric out, drop it all the way down to the ground, belt it, 
but like more of like a trench coat, like a rain trench coat of some sort, like that silhouette. And that would have been really chic. But then she would have had to use a different fabric or because it looks like this is like a like a wool or even like a I don't know, cashmere blend. She had leather mixed in with it. Mm. So it's leather with, um, well, accented with this wool. But it was probably like a, like some type of cashmere. Mm-hmm. It looks really, really soft. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, she would have to choose cho- like, you know, the same colors. But I agree. Yeah, like a lighter, something that's lighter. We also find out during the up close that she interfaced that jacket. <laughs> she so okay so she basically lined it with um interfacing to just give it a a stiffer quality which i think Mm -hmm. is just unnecessary i've Mm -hmm. never i've never heard of unless it's for a specific reason interfacing anything that looks like wool this is a very heavy heavy fabric Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so i don't know like why else would you interface wool like why would you do that can you or have you ever no yeah no i um i'm not quite sure why she would do that <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was like okay i get you are looking for some type of structure but man it's just you know it, it she made that coat extremely stiff yeah and yeah i mean we i mean there there's a there i feel like there's a lot that judges had to say about the runway um, although I was actually, I'll just say I was a little disappointed that the judges really didn't have anything constructive or, um, or detailed to say about Bahamadia's outfit that Majing made. So, you- I mean, they just came out and just like, yo, yeah, it's just powerful and, uh, badass and, Okay, and I really want to know what they had to say about the actual garment, but they said nothing (laughs) about the actual. They didn't want to get caught. (laughs) That okay. This is the thing. So I was like, "You guys failed, Majin," because you know, even the up close where they get to touch the fabric and touch the garment, they said nothing about the garment and just was like, wow, you know, Bahamadia, you have swag. Like, you're just great. You're amazing. You're beautiful. You're wonderful. I was like, okay, the woman's not going to jump off of the stage and <laughs> knock y'all in the face. That's how much of a ninja she looked like. Though. I'm just like, they, okay, because it, I was just like, okay, what, really, really, I feel like Majing needs some real critical, I mean, something constructive and something that's helpful. Person. Exactly, because he just kind of has these wavery moments, and I get it. It's a wonderful moment. You can get up there and just say you did your mom well, or proud, or whatever, and it's just wonderful. But you know, I kind of wish they, you know, maybe they need a, you know, Constance White. Who? Constance White. There is okay. So she's she's like this. Okay, she was on. I can't remember what season she was on there, but oh, she no. she was a judge, mm-hmm. and at that time she was like the the fashion director for eBay or something uh-huh. like that. Uh-huh. And so she is this. You know, I think she's like consulting now or whatever, and she used to work for Elle magazine. But mm-hmm. they need someone like a Constance Constance White, a black woman, someone else who's black on that panel. Mm-hmm. To actually say something about the garment. 
That was the only thing. I'm like, okay, if it was a great garment, then say why. You know, everyone else gets this really, you know, intricate critique about what's actually working and and details and, you know, even like talking about Roberry's outfit, they just kind of fawn over that. I'm like, mm-hmm. can't you just do the same with this? Say, talk about the fabrications. Like, I like how you've mixed the fabrics. And... <laughs> That's a good point, though, like more constructive criticism. Yeah, I was just so disappointed because I was like, this is great that he's in the top, but there's more to say. There's more to say. So I it was just very obvious that they really didn't want to say anything besides, oh, my God, you're amazing. You're great. (laughs) Uh, Bahamadia. It's like, why are you amazing? Exactly. It's like, really, you can't like this. Is is Philly that intimidating? All right. So. Um. Yeah. Anything else? I mean, we have a little bit about Rick, mm-hmm. and um, he explains embroidery that he's put through his mom's outfit is is inspired by um um uh, techniques used in mariachi outfits mm-hmm. with the horsehair, and he made the little leather heart on on the left side of um uh of the upper part of the garment, which is you know you can only expose it if you take the jacket off, but it's just this really nice little thing of this little detail that goes around. And it's not to me, I thought it would be cheesy, but it wasn't. Mm-hmm. I thought it was very sweet and wonderful mm-hmm. and something very, still very professional. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. We, I mean, we've touched on Aaron. We've touched on everyone else. So we can just say off the bat, like, okay, Who's the winner? Who gets twenty five slash twenty five thousand dollars? And it is. Want to say it? Yes. Yes, you say it. The winner. Yeah, you say the winner. This week's challenge is Rick. Rick. Woo! I knew when his mom walked down the runway. I said that he's winning. He's the winner. Really? I knew it. I knew it. Is it because it was just so well done, or? Well. The judges had me believing that it was going to be between Majin and Rick. Like, mm-hmm. in my mind, I was like, those two are, like, the most solid. Yeah. But I knew that it was going to be Rick's because when she walked on the runway, I said, it's her. Yeah. It's her, but it's different. Yeah. You can tell it's not something that she would probably, like, pick for herself. But given that the design was so good, you mm-hmm. could tell that it was still her personality. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I just, I just, I don't know why it just was just like, oh, it was so perfect and so well. Yeah. He just because so you we've seen Rick do crazy shit. Yeah, he's been <laughs> tacky and shiny and scary and costumey, and then he does this, and I'm just like, wow, I don't, yeah. you know, this is interesting. I'm just so proud of him. It was so nice, you know, especially coming off of last week's challenge where he made that incredible jacket. And made some really good choices. And I was like, hmm, this is, this could have been a minefield for a lot of people, especially, and it was a, a minefield for some people. You just kind of hit it or miss it. This, the emotion of making garments for a loved one, especially with Rick and his mom, which is probably the most emotional out of everyone. Oh, sure. For so sure. we all know that what Rick is going to do with his $25,000, he's going to pay his mom back. <laughs> he's going to pay her back. And it's just like, oh, you know, it's just, well deserved and just so just so wonderful you Isn't know great i yeah, know it's really it's special. kind of amazing all right next Janice. so you wanted to you want to announce who who goes home oh wow 
Well, I will have to say before we say who goes home, uh-huh. when they announce the, I don't know if you noticed this, when they announce the top, mm-hmm. the winner of the top, all their mothers were on the stage with them. Yeah. For the bottom three, none of their mothers were not on the stage with them. Ah. Notice that? I did not notice that. Yeah, I didn't notice that. I mean, I feel like they must always do that then. I've never noticed it because it just, but you, of course, you don't want to be on stage when your child goes home. <laughs> yeah, I think that's why they did it because it was like such an upsetting moment. Yeah. You also, and obviously the mothers are going to be like pretty emotional exactly. as well. So. And they've already torn their outfits apart and even though it's not personal to them, I'm pretty sure it never feels good to be the one in an outfit that the judges are just like, oh, looks terrible. Like you're you great. Look- it's like, you're great. You're wonderful. Your hair and makeup is wonderful. Your shoes great. But everything else in between on your body is hideous. And this is why. I was like, if I saw you in that, I would not take you seriously. <laughs> wow, Heidi. And Nina was like, if I, if I dropped my child off at your school, I would be confused. <laughs> and I can imagine Nina showing up and being like, you're wearing that. I don't take you seriously. Exactly. Like I'm not going to believe anything you say. I'm not leaving my child here. I'm going to take, I'm going to take my child and my tuition to some other place. <laughs> some other place. <laughs> All right. So with that being said, who goes home? Well, it was down. It was between uh, Natalia and Jenny. Yeah. The two friends, the two friends and they sent Jenny home. Yeah. Without so. an Alvita saying. What? I don't think I heard Wait it. Wait a second. That's a big deal. Really? I you know what? Okay, I'm gonna just hold on. I have it on the background. I'm just gonna fast forward this real quick and just kind of see if we do get an Alvita Zane. And um Maybe it's me. Maybe <laughs> just... you know what? Because I think she definitely got like a double kiss at the end, I would say. But yeah, she did. She did. She does get it. Yes. She does. Is that what I'm going to say? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And, and then they have to. Like, this is the top nine. Like, these people, I feel like we're down to. I feel like Jenny going home is expected. I never expected her, and none of us have. None yeah. of us have her in our in our brackets. She's no one's asterisk or question mark, and so I, you know I was kind of like okay with her going home, but um, I don't know. She's done some 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 good work, and you know at this point, I think all of the the worst of the worst are gone. All the obvious worst, I should say, or everyone who's obvious is is not is no longer here, right. and we're down to some a good crop of people. Exactly. Except for Cornelius, <laughs> I'm gonna take it back. I take it back. I take it back. I'm I'm afraid that he might be the next to go. I mean, but, I don't think so, but you know, we'll find out. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I don't think it's gonna be Cornelius. Yeah, but we'll see. All right. I mean, do you have any predictions or? Um. Mm, I don't know. I just think I don't really have predictions. I just think that people need to stop playing it so safe. Now is the time. To start, well, maybe it, when it gets down to five, maybe next week will be a double elimination. Oh, Who knows? yeah, yeah. People need to, I bet you it will be, but people need to stop playing it so safe. Like, yeah. I think the judges need to just, or like 
Tem or whoever's coming up with these competitions, they mm-hmm. just need to pick a competition where, uh, like, it's eight people now, and so the judges pick out the fabric that the person has to use, and it's, like, something that someone else is really good at using. Yeah, yeah. You know? Exactly. Kind of get Majing out of the denim section. Yeah. Um, take those coats away from Erin and all the brocades. She can't use that. Exactly. And, and Dexter, like, just... Uh, Oh my God. I'm still waiting, waiting for him to do something incredible. He has to do like three pieces. I don't know. Something else, but I agree. I agree with that. And, and, you know, I totally forgot that double elimination is definitely going to happen sometime soon yep. in the next two weeks because they've had the Tim Gunn save. They can't. Yeah. Exactly. Someone can't else have- has to go. Exactly. But no, you're right. Um, and, and I was to say, that's why I'm a little concerned about Cornelius. Like just, you know, I'm just waiting for him to calm down. And I think hopefully his mom being here and having had his, you know, pep talk from Tim that it'll just kind of give him a kick in the ass to do something and to focus, do it well. And, and, you know, blow our socks off. Just, no, I like that. I like that mentality. Yeah. I mean, I really do like Cornelius a lot more now, but um, oh, okay. I'm I'm just playing around when I say like, <laughs> I really appreciate him. I think he's, he's, he's still young and I think he's, uh, he's evolving just like Natalia is evolving. And I'm, I'm glad she's safe because I also think she's on this sophisticated trajectory. Mm-hmm. She's capable. She's very capable. They're all so, so capable and talented. So. Yeah, we have we finally have people in this area that are definitely capable. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, okay, so we're at the end of the episode. Before we go, Shanice, do you have anything to plug? And also, where can people find you? Oh my goodness! Of course. So I just launched my brand new website. What? <laughs> Yay! It's uh, it's 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 not really elaborate. It's just mm-hmm. very simple and sweet, and then it kind of connects to my uh, portfolio, which I'm updating. It's coming soon, but you know, it's out there. At least you can contact me uh, if you don't already follow me on Instagram mm-hmm. or uh, Facebook or something. So it's shaniceariel.com, and that's it. Awesome. So, if you uh, ever want to chat, connect, or just laugh a little or laugh out loud um, on a rainy day, I'm here. Yay! <laughs> That's amazing. And um, of course, we'll include that in the in the link section of how you can reach Shanice on social media and especially through her website. So that's exciting. Um, and in, and also with for me, same. You can find me on my website, ErnestDavis.com, um, or on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter, just at Erinez, H-E-R-N-E-A-S-E. And I'm going to start posting some stuff for a show that I'm in um, that's upcoming in Houston. I've been talking about it for a few weeks, but it's actually happening. (laughs) Um, So opening is Friday, November 18th, and the artist panel is on November 19th. And I'll probably be posting some pictures um, soon after from that night and it's my first Yay. time in texas <laughs> Yay! Yay! <laughs> so um thank you guys so much for joining us i'm um, just so just so happy that you guys are just sort of 
you know, following with us on this journey through Project Runway. And of course, download us wherever you, you uh, find your podcasts on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud. And we, of course, are on Facebook and facebook.com forward slash workroom. And um, I think that's about it. And of course, all our links are in our link section. And, uh, and, and of course, get in touch with us, subscribe. And in the meantime, until again, until we meet again, um, we'll say goodbye. Goodbye.